Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? D-Mac here, and it's a big day because we've got a special guest. Barrels are overrated, but he is not. He's one of the best utility players in the game, one of the most unique players in baseball, the 2017 NLCS MVP, All-Star World Series champion. Chris Taylor joins the show today. Thanks for joining us today, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Chris, and you got... A fundraiser at Top Golf in El Segundo on January 12th. It's called Driving for Hope. It raises money for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Tickets are still available for purchase. Now, Chris, you've had this event in Virginia, but how excited are you to bring it to your second home in Los Angeles? Exactly. Uh, I've had two events now in Virginia Beach, my hometown. Uh, I mean, both events went great. I am very excited to, to finally do our first event here in L.A., um, you know, bringing it here to the Dodger fans and uh, you know I'm expecting a great turnout um, you know obviously uh, hosting an event in Los Angeles um, you know playing for the Dodgers has its, its perks and uh, you know we're thrilled to get Brett Young to be able to perform at the end of the night um, and uh, I think a lot of my current and former Dodger teammates will be there as well yeah, it's going to be big, and you've had a big offseason. I want to say congrats to you and Mary on the wedding. Chris Taylor got married this offseason. The hashtag, that was fire. I saw that hashtag, Merry Christmas. That's how I saw who was at the wedding, and I saw some of your current former teammates made out to Hawaii for the big day. You had JT, you had Belly, you had Will Smith, Bueller, and you guys really accomplished a lot together. You won three pennants. You won the 2020 World Series. How special was it to reunite that group in Hawaii? Yeah, no, it meant a lot to me that they they were able to be there um, and support. Um, Such a special day. Uh, Everything turned out great. Um, And, uh, yeah, it was just a a good time, and I was glad, you know, like I said, that my teammates came all the way out to Hawaii to support, and they were there for me. Yeah, just kind of talk about the bond that you built with those guys. You've got guys like Seager, and now Justin Turner is on the Red Sox. Belly's in Chicago. Talk about that core group that accomplished so much and how even on other teams, you guys are going to still have that bond for the rest of your lives because of that 2020 World Series. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of those guys going all the way back to 2016, 2017, um, you know, we've been uh, teammates and really close friends since for the last – six years and uh you know obviously i would love for those guys to still be playing for the dodgers but um you know that's just the nature of the business um things happen and uh you know i wish all those guys the best in their their new homes and i I think they're all gonna have great years this coming year and who knows maybe down the line um they'll be back in dodger blue yeah, you never know. That'd be great. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the 2022 season. You guys had a great year, set a franchise record with 111 wins. Now, you did fall short of the team's ultimate goal to win the World Series. But I want to ask you, Chris, what is the mood of the team heading into the 2023 season? And are you how fired up you guys to get back to work and get the season going? Yeah, I think, I mean, right now all the talk is, you know, we, we've lost some key names and, um, you know, Obviously, losing JT, Belly, Trey, 
Um, and then, you know, some of our pitchers as well, Heaney, Tyler Anderson, uh, you know, those are big guys that had unbelievable years for us and um, somebody's going to have to step up and fill their shoes. Um, but I, I think a big reason we were able to to let those guys walk is we know, you know, we have these young guys waiting in the wings and, um, you know, they've been doing it down in the minor leagues for, you know, the last few seasons. And, um, you know, I think we we have a strong belief in those guys that they're going to step up and uh, have big years for us. And I know they've been um, itching at the bit to, to get their opportunity. So it's exciting for them. And I think it's going to be exciting for us to see what those guys can do. Yeah, it's very exciting. There's been a lot of talk about this youth movement. You got Miguel Vargas, Gavin Lux, who is back, and he probably will take over at shortstop, James Outman. As a guy that really came up and you really were younger and then you really took on a big role with this team, what's a piece of advice that you would give to some of these younger Dodgers that are really trying to carve out a role in this organization? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we do a really good job of letting guys be themselves and be comfortable in our organization. And, I'm a believer that that is what creates the best environment for success. Um, I know coming over to the Dodgers for me, I felt comfortable immediately stepping into that clubhouse. Everybody's very welcoming. They want you to to be true to who you are. And, um, you know, that helped me have success right away. And, uh, and we also do a great job of player development. Um, we surround guys with the best coaches and um, do a great job of preparing guys for the big league level. And I don't know if there's anything I have to tell those guys. I think, um, you know, a lot of them are... In a roaring stadium... Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Have the talent, and uh, some of them have had the success already at the big league level. We saw what Audi did last year in his uh, couple weeks stint. Um, you know, I think those guys know what to do, and. Uh, you know, all of them are doing the right things. I've seen Vargas at the field, um, you know, taking extra ground balls with Dino Evil this offseason. Um, these guys are, are hungry and they're ready to go, and I think they're going to come into spring training and show that. Yeah, that's one of the veterans on this squad that is now the longest tenured position player. It's going to be your eighth year with the Dodgers, Chris. I can't believe how fast time's been flying. But how much of a responsibility do you take in being the, a leader in that clubhouse and a leader for these young and up-and-coming Dodgers in the organization? Uh, yeah, you know, I think obviously losing a couple guys, especially uh, JT, um, you know, he's sort of always our, our vocal leader. So it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. We, I know we brought in a, a couple guys. We brought in JD Martinez and uh, Jay Hay. Um, you know, those guys are well respected throughout the league, and everything I've heard about them is, um, you know, everybody looks up to them, and um, it, it'll be great to have those guys in the clubhouse. Um, you know, for me, I've always been more of a a lead by example. I think most people know I'm not the most vocal guy 
Um, but, you know, I like to think that I do things the right way and I prepare the right way. And, uh, you know, hopefully that can rub off on some of the younger guys. And, um, you know, I'd like to think that uh, they respect the way I go about my business. Yeah, and you mentioned Justin Turner and his leadership. I want to ask you specifically about JT. He's been one of the core guys on this team throughout this run. Since 2014, he signs with the Boston Red Sox. What did he mean to you as a teammate, and what is it going to be like in that Dodgers clubhouse without JT? It's going to be weird. Um, You know, I thought JT was going to be a Dodger for life. I really did, and uh, it's. I was disappointed with that we didn't bring him back. I, uh, like I said, I, I wish JT all the best of the Red Sox. Um, you know, I, uh, he's one of my closest friends. I've seen him quite a few times this off season. He was at my wedding, as he mentioned, and, um, it, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be, it's going to feel a little weird without him in the clubhouse. Um, you know, he, he, always you know he's just that guy that had a presence and uh everybody looked up to him and so it somebody's gonna kind of have to step into that role or maybe a few guys um but um not only what he did on the field and in the clubhouse but off the field as well um you know all all he's done for the la community um you know i think a lot of people um are gonna miss him this year yeah, absolutely. I've always said JT, the unofficial captain of the Dodgers, really the straw that stirs the Dodgers drink. But look, I'm telling you, Chris, 10, 15 years down the line, after you guys win another six or seven World Series with Dave Roberts, JT is going to be the manager of the Dodgers one day. Maybe you could be his Bob Garen or something like that. You think JT may be a good manager? We, you know, we've, we've said that the same thing. Uh, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see JT head into coaching and be a big league manager. And uh, of course, I feel like it would be for the Dodgers. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. So another thing I want to ask you about is I heard you just mention J.D. Martinez. And J.D. Martinez is someone who has a lot in common with you. I mean, he's a guy who also worked with Robert Van Scoriak to transform and really retool his swing. And he credits RVS, you credit RVS. What was your reaction to J.D. Martinez signing with the Dodgers? And what do you think he brings to this team? I mean, he's just an unbelievable hitter. I know it can only help him that he's getting linked up. Him and Rob are finally getting linked up, best friends, um, butt buddies, you know. uh, So I know Rob's excited to have JD in the clubhouse, and I'm sure JD, I'm pretty sure JD has wanted to be here for quite a while, and uh, I think you know, not only is he going to bring an unbelievable bat in the, the heart of our order, but as I said earlier, um, you know, I think he's a guy, everything I've heard from some of the Red Sox players is he's a guy everyone looked up to. And he's a guy that spoke up in the hitters meetings and um, he's just a student of the game and he's a true professional. And, um, you know, everything I've heard is he puts in, more work in the batting cage than any other player in in the game. So having a guy like that with that work ethic and being able to to be around him and pick his brain and uh, you know just um, learn from him, I think will benefit everyone 
on our team. Yeah, Chris, as you mentioned, I just can't imagine you guys talking, hitting with you, with Mookie, with Freddie, with J.D. Martinez in there. It's going to be special. And if you could tell them to hit four home runs at Dodger Stadium, but this time do it in Dodger Blue, not like we saw there with the Diamondbacks. Yeah, no, that was the one of the most impressive things I've seen. And I think it was on three or all four were different pitches, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yep. I think it was a fastball, curveball, slider, and changeup all down and away and uh yeah, that's just that just shows what he's capable of um and uh yeah he's just one of the best hitters there is so we're we're happy to have him yeah, four home runs in a game, rarer than a perfect game. But if I'm you, Chris, I'm saying, hey, I hit three home runs in a postseason game in the NLCS. I'd argue that my three bombs in the NLCS are better than his four in the regular season. But, hey, there's some ammo if you need it. Now, Chris, I want to ask you about your role heading into the 2023 season. Now, you've been so valuable, not only because you're a great player, but also because you have the ability to play so many different positions. I call you the Chris Army Knife because you pretty much can do it all out there on the diamond. But because of injuries and elbow surgery last offseason, season you were limited as far as your positional versatility we didn't see you play as much infield last season as we did in years past how much are you looking forward to getting back on the dirt and the possibility of playing some shortstop again in the upcoming season uh yeah you know i think the back half of the last season i was back in the infield um and i think even the first half it was more so there wasn't a need we didn't really have a need for me in the infield it's, as much as I was limited, um, you know, I it probably played a part of it, but, um, yeah, no, I, I'm happy to play wherever they need me really. If, I, if I'm on the field, I'm happy, uh, uh, whether it's in the outfield or the infield, second, short, left, center, right, um, really doesn't matter. I just want to be in the lineup and, uh, you know, I, I'm obviously open to playing, some shortstop as well. Yeah, I mean, you said I've heard you in other interviews say it's your favorite position. We've seen Mookie in years past play some second base, saying it stimulates him. Does playing a shortstop or a center field other positions stimulate you a little more out there on the diamond? Uh, yeah, bouncing around, I think, just kind of keeps you... Um, In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Moving back and forth between the infield and outfield, it, it keeps you ready to go at all positions. I think the biggest challenge is when you're playing in one spot for quite a while and then all of a sudden there's an injury or something and then you have to move to the infield. That was a little bit of a challenge for me last year because I was playing outfield, you know, to the point where I felt like I was an outfielder and I hadn't played infield since spring training. And then all of a sudden after the all-star break, I, I jumped back in the infield and there's a little bit of an adjustment there. And that's, uh, that's the biggest challenge, um, just getting back into that mindset. But when you're moving constantly throughout the year and getting the reps everywhere, um, I think it, 
it helps a little bit being um, prepared for all those different spots. Yeah, because it's so unique what you do. You play so many positions out there. It's really interesting to get that insight. Now, I want to ask you about some of the other teams around the league where the Dodgers stand heading into the 2023 season because a lot of teams made moves this offseason. The Mets, the Phillies, the Padres, Yankees, they made some big additions. But you guys have as talented a roster as any team in baseball. Now, you can talk about the trust level you have in Andrew Freeman and this organization to put this team in a position to be World Series contenders each and every year. Yeah, I mean, we know those guys are always have one goal in mind, and that's to win a World Series is the same as us. So um, we trust that those guys are going to put us in a position to do that, and they're going to make the moves necessary to do that. And um, if they're if they don't make the moves, it's because they believe in the guys we have, and I think that's been the case this offseason. Is they're like we have one of the best minor league systems in all of baseball. And, um, you know, it's time to utilize that. I think a lot of our guys that have been in triple a, you know, or even some of the guys that have been in the big leagues, but up and down or coming off the bench and not playing as much. Um, if they were on other teams, I, I truly believe they'd be superstar players and they just haven't gotten that opportunity. Yeah, no, the roster is stacked. And in my opinion, this this roster is built to win a World Series. Now, I want to get back to the fundraiser you have coming up next week. Now, you and your wife, Mary, your goal is to raise $300,000 for Children's Hospital of Los Angeles to fund research and provide life-saving medical care. And you and your wife, you do so much work for the community. You help so many. I want to ask you, what was the driving force for you to get behind this cause specifically aimed at helping children with cancer? Oh, yeah, my... One of my closest childhood friends, Kyle Profile, he lost his life to osteosarcoma. It was about three and a half years ago. And uh, that was, you know, I, I always knew, you know, once I got to this level and once I had this platform, I wanted to utilize it. And um, so I started that the foundation and that was really the driving force behind you know, helping kids with cancer specifically. And, um, you know, Kyle was, you know, had a huge impact in my life. And, you know, it was the guy I always turned to when we played baseball together. He's always the guy I turned to, to get work, get extra work. And, um, you know, we were going to the batting cage late at night, like late school nights. And um, he was the guy that really pushed me to, to work hard and um, I think we both made each other better and losing him was tough on me and all of my closest friends back home. And uh, yeah, just being able to, um, you know, honor him in a way through my foundation and also help as many kids with cancer and their fight as I can, um, you know, that was the main motivation for me. Well, that's an incredible story, Chris. We appreciate everything that you do for the community. But I want to get you out on a quick, rapid-fire session. These are questions tailor-made for you, quick response questions. You ready to rock? Sure, I'll try. Let's do it. Hey, if you want to pass, it's all good, but I think you'll be just fine. Favorite player growing up? Carrington Jr. Favorite baseball movie? Bull Durham. Favorite sport other than baseball? To watch UVA basketball. I know you're a wrestler back in the day, too. To play, maybe wrestler, maybe golf. Toughest pitcher you've ever faced? 
I always, I never know this one. You Darvish. I've never got a hit off you Darvish. That pitch mix is crazy. Favorite road baseball stadium to play at? Atlanta. The ATL. Great baseball atmosphere there. What song do you have on repeat right now? Uh, song on repeat. I'm a country guy, so I, I don't know. I just hit shuffle. Um, All bangers. Yeah. Riley Green has been, I've been listening to a lot of Riley Green. Riley Green slaps. I love it. Day game or night game? Night. Favorite home cooked meal? Um, Mary's an unbelievable cook. So it's all good. Um, oh, good. She, she makes really good salmon. If you were not a baseball player, what would you be doing? A firefighter. Funniest Dodgers teammate of all time? Uh, I'll go Rich Hill. Ah, uh, Dick Mountain. I love that answer, Chris. A couple more here. You're stuck on a deserted island with one teammate. Who would it be and why? Uh, Belly. Um, I lived with him for a couple of years. That's my guy. Love it, man. So why do you? Why did you pick number three? I didn't. They gave it to me. So it looks clean. I mean, one of the best numbers. Yeah, no, I lucked out. I think CC got released right before I um, got traded to the Dodgers. So there was just that vacant number three. They led the iconic CT3 nickname. So we'll get you out on this one. Walk-off home run or game-ending throw? Of course, wild-card walk-off, the birth of Ock Taylor. You had the CT93.3 throw-off against the Padres. What would you have if you had to pick one? Uh, the, the homer. The homer. They're both great, but I'll take the walk-off homer. I love it. Well, Chris, we appreciate you so much. And again, guys, you definitely have to check out the event on January 12th, Top Golf in El Segundo. It's called Driving for Hope and it raises money for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. The event takes place on January 12th, and tickets are still available for purchase. We're going to have all the information down below. But thanks, Chris. Really appreciate you joining us today, and have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, you too. Appreciate you having me. Anytime, Chris. But let me know down below in the comment section, how do you want to see the Dodgers use Chris Taylor in 2023? Do you want to see him at shortstop? Do you want to see him in center field? What are your thoughts on the Dodgers roster and how it stacks up to the other contenders around the league? Let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content you really want to support the channel smash that like button and as always think blue bleed blue and i'm out in a roaring stadium their silence is deafening 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 